Gabriella Balcom won the right to have a novel published by Clarendon House Publishing when one of her stories was voted best in the anthology in which it appeared. Her book, On the Wings of Ideas, came out following this. What's your favorite genre? Fantasy? Horror? Sci-fi? Romance? Literary fiction? This multi-genre collection of short stories includes all of that and more and has something for everyone. Gabriella's stories will alternately move you and bring you to tears, captivate or horrify you, and have you on the edge of your seat. Don't miss out. Be sure to get a copy today. All her life, Joan placed herself into the hands of men who failed her. Joan does the unthinkable for a woman in 1960, leaving her small town of Gainesfield. As an accomplished musician, Joan served her country in the first ever women's Air Force band, San Antonio, Texas. She unwittingly becomes part of a brainwashing experiment. After her Air Force service, returning to society is particularly hard for Joan, so much so that she has spent a good deal of her life in a mental institution. As a patient in a VA hospital, Joan is found murdered. Small-town secrets, whispers behind closed doors, stolen records, serve to solve the mystery of what the hell happened to Joan. This book is a work of fiction, but very well could have happened. Gabriella Balcom's thrilling sci-fi novella, The Return. The world doesn't know about the compound hidden underground and the wealthy investors funding it want things to stay that way. Although it's the year 2027, most of the facility's research is illegal. If animal rights activists had an inkling of what went on, they'd clamor for justice. Human rights activists would scream from the rooftops. By the time 2030 arrives, Researchers have worked for a while with feline service units and human replicas, HRs, who are virtual prisoners with no rights. More and more of them are dying and they long for freedom. Surprisingly, one of the top scientists isn't happy with the status quo either. Tensions are mounting and things are not as they appear. And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. Carry on our way, well, son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry. Don't you cry. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 82 of Lupus Bits. Oh, I completely forgot what podcast I was on. My brain just went completely blank. It's been a week. As I was saying all that, I was thinking, oh look, I'm not prepared. I don't have the housekeeping up. And he was all prepared and gave me housekeeping ahead of time. Um, yeah, so anyway, welcome to episode 82 where <laughs> things are not as they seem apparently. <laughs> It's probably because I was just killing myself laughing at, I was looking up my Florida man for this week because I didn't go out a whole lot. I think I only went out once this week. Um, so I don't, 
how I didn't actually encounter um, a Florida man or a Florida woman. Well, no, okay, that's a lie. That is a lie. I did encounter a what sounded like a Florida woman in the distance. She was kind of screaming as I was sitting in the drive-through for the Taco Bell. And then when I got there was a screaming woman at the Taco Bell, and then across the road um, at the McDonald's there was. Um, a screaming man, I think. Anyway, it sounded like they were having an argument and I was kind of stuck in the middle of it. But, yeah, it was great. So, I had to look up some Florida woman and some Florida man stuff. Um, okay, so, housekeeping, since we are, what, now? How many minutes in? Oh, we're only a minute in. A minute and a half in. Alright, so, housekeeping. <sighs> this year's newest release from Dark Myth Publications, Stumbling in Crazy Town and Processing Things, are both available for purchase in ebook format on Amazon Kindle. So, you know, if you've got an Amazon Kindle, go grab those books because they are both really good. Um, number two, negotiations continue this week with regards to a new editor in chief for Dark Myth Comics, and it's looking promising. I sort of kind of maybe might have a little insider information, but I'm not about to share that with you right now, <laughs> especially not when the boss is listening. But yeah, it's looking kind of promising, and this is going to be really cool. Uh, manager. <laughs> Let me try that again. Managing editor of New Wave Comics has made great progress. <laughs> it's a good thing I can edit on the fly. Has made great progress in contacting possible clients for the creator-owned brand, New Wave Comics. And let me tell you, John has hit the ground running. He is all over Instagram. He is all over Facebook. And he's doing it he's working it and keep it up john okay so openings for audio advertisements for jazel modcast shows and banner ads on our web pages um there will be some slots coming available as current contract contracts are expiring so contact me at stephanie j barty s-t-e-p-h-a-n-i-e-j b as in bob a-r-d as in dog y at jzomon, J-A-Y-Z-O-M-O-N, darkmyth.com. That's Stephanie J. Barty at jzomondarkmyth.com. And I will hook you up. And um, we do have a pricing sheet that I can send out to you if you go to our Facebook page, I do believe. It is on our Facebook page. So you can check it out there. I think it's on the Dark Myth uh, Facebook page. It's on the Dark Myth Instagram page. Um, but use this email address. Okay. The new... The <laughs> wow, I am like seriously having issues talking tonight. And that's not good for a podcaster. Uh, new The World of Myth shirts sporting the new logo will be going on sale at Myth Mart this week. Woo-woo! I am going to get me one. I want one. Um, I have a Lupus Bits shirt. I want a World of Myth shirt. Because I'm, I'm in love with that logo. I'm seriously in love with that logo. So they go on sale at Myth Mart this week. So go and get you one if you are a contributor to the magazine. 
if you are a reader of the magazine, if you just love people who work at the magazine, then go get you one. Okay, open contract challenge starts in nine days. Have your pitches ready. Uh, for updated rules, go to www.opencontractchallenge.com. And again, you can also look up Open Contract Challenge on Facebook and find the link there as well. Nine days, people. Nine days. You need nine days to shine up that pitch, make it as interesting, as eye-catching, as engaging as possible, because you've only got a short blurb to get the judge's attention so you can move on to the next round. So grab a stick of juicy fruit and let those words move you. And number seven. <coughs> all of us at the Jaisalmon Dark Myth Company want to wish Rebecca Illich all the best as she has resigned from the company this week. Go forth and I wish you the best in all that you do, Rebecca. Okay, so moving on. Um, my week has been, I told you last week I was going to have a tough week, and it's kind of been a tough week. Um, the dream situation has pretty much been resolved. Uh, whatever was attached is no longer attached. It's kind of like a trailer park girl dancing around the outside, which I think is a really, really 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 good analogy um anyway so that kind of that situation has kind of been resolved and i have taken back control of all of the open holes in my aura and my psyche and my energy um i'm back in the driver's seat yay me so yay that's that's a good thing i'm still dreaming but but um, I have managed to take control of the dreams so that when they start taking on an ominous or uncomfortable aspect, my subconscious changes it and it goes into something either completely ridiculous or just like an everyday kind of passing the, the time, hanging out with friends kind of situation. So I'm really happy with that because I've got enough on my plate right now. I've got enough on my mind right now. I don't need any added stress. So um, because of that situation and because of the situation that happened that I told you about at the house um, a while back, a few episodes back, if you haven't heard it, go look it up. I'm not recounting it because the more you talk about it, the more power you give it the more access it has to you. But that has delayed my road trip with my mom to St. Augustine. Because I'm not in any sh way, shape or form right now in a good place to be on that much haunted ground. <laughs> Thank you, but no, I think I'll pass. Um, I'm kind of glad that I never actually did make it to Zach Baggins haunted museum because I unbeknownst to me at the time I was not in a good um, metaphysical place to go into 
an atmosphere as charged as that would be. So St. Augustine is one of the most haunted places in, I'm pretty sure in the United States, save for Savannah, Savannah Georgia. I'm just going to look that up for you just you know because i don't want to misquote i know it has a lot of um haunted buildings um a lot of haunted places i know a lot of the ghost shows that you watch on tv have done investigations in places on um they did a whole there was one that did a whole um investigation at the Castillo de, uh, de San Marcos. That was a really good one. And I was kind of looking forward to um, going and seeing that for myself, but I will do that next year. Uh, that is where I got all my, my paranormal equipment from, was Ghost St. Augustine. So I was kind of I wanted to go to the physical location and buy something because I thought it would be really cool, but you know so yeah that's been kind of delayed we're not gonna go this year and um mom was all kind of like oh let's do an investigation here at the house and i'm like no <laughs> a you don't ever investigate the place where you're residing unless you are prepared for what you might find um and b no you don't ever investigate the place where you are residing unless you are prepared for what you might find <laughs> So, uh, I'm in Florida. There's a lot of haunted places in Florida. I don't want this to be one of them. And seeing as I am a conduit, so I've been told, and I am a medium, so I've been told, um, I, do, I do have verified gifts, which means that I have done things that other people have witnessed. I'm not just saying I can do this. I've done it. Other people have witnessed it as I've done it. And there's no way that I could have known the things that I've known, done the things that I did. Um, no, I'm not opening that door where I sleep. That's not a no. <laughs> nay, nay. I am not inviting any. I mean, I know how to protect myself. But when you do something like that, you there is the potential to invite something in that you're not aware of and it's bad enough I got to worry about the gardener every two weeks peeking in my window I don't want to have to worry about something I can't see standing over my bed peeking at me thank you but no so um, yeah we're not doing that <laughs> we're not no I told her we could go out and we could take the K2 and we could just kind of drive around and see what we find and check out some places around here, and, you know, in the car, because I can put like a protective bubble around the car. Kind of like, you know, going alligator hunting. I'm not getting out of the car. Oh, look, there's an alligator. I'm staying in the car. <laughs> I'm not getting out of the car. Alligators can't eat cars. They can gnaw on them for a little while, but help will arrive before they actually eat their way in to where I am. Um... Yeah, we have, we have a few trips that we want to do, little day trips. We want to go to the beach. Um, I wouldn't mind going back down to uh, Madeira Beach. That's where I got my cowboy hat two years ago. Uh, and just kind of, you know, 
checking out what they've got. I might want to pick up a new hat. I don't know. I like hats. I have a hard time finding hats. And I had this really cool one back in the 80s. In the Well, the 80s. I was in high school. And it was big rimmed. Um, looked like Lydia Dietz, but not as floppy. It's kind of like a felt hat, same size as Lydia Dietz's hat, but not as floppy. So I wouldn't mind finding another hat like that. Um, I went as a Spanish dancer one year for Halloween. I think I was in grade six, something like that. And my mom put these little pom-poms all the way around the rim of this hat. And then as I got older and my style changed, and I actually, you know, thought I might have had a little bit of style, I pulled all the pom-poms off and that was my, you know, my artistic phase. My, my boho flowy skirts and, and um, poet, excuse me, poet style shirts and black and, and beads, like wooden beads and, and, you know, things hanging in my hair, which, you know, I still have things hanging in my hair. <laughs> I haven't quite let go of that boho style yet. And my big black hat. So I wouldn't mind going back to Madeira Beach and getting another big black hat. Welcome back, live studio audience. <laughs> he was off taking care of business. He's back now. So he might pop in every now and again. Um, so, yeah, so we're not going to St. Augustine, and we are definitely not doing a paranormal investigation in the house where we are sleeping. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no. I don't generally do paranormal investigations in places where I have to be naked because uh, you're very vulnerable when you're not wearing clothing. And um, in my experience, not so nice entities like to uh, get you when you're vulnerable. So, mm, no, not happening. Not here. No. no. <laughs> Did I say no? Pretty sure I said no. Anyway, um, there are some esoteric shops I want to go to. There's a couple of herbal shops I want to go to. I want to go and check out some of the crystal shops. And of course, you know, most of them these days you walk in and you go, oh, okay. <laughs> All right, yeah, you're all love, light, and happiness, aren't you? I'm out, and away you go, because they have no idea what they're doing. And my mom and I actually do have a trip planned back to the sponge docks, because she wants to go to the Greek bakery there. And we only got to go into one store the last time. Well, I got to go into two. I went into three, actually. I went into three. Uh, the first one when we first got there, and then... Um, because we got a late start in the day and it's us and we're never on time. Um, we had to just like go straight to the restaurant because we had a reservation. So we got to walk by the stores, but we didn't actually get to go in any of the stores while we were there. And then I had to walk all the way back up the hill to get the car. And my main goal for going to the sponge docks was I needed to find a new butterfly keychain. I ended up with a turtle keychain, which is around here somewhere. And a cute little turtle. But um, I want to go back. I want to go in and out of the shops. And, uh, you know, I have to do it on a good day when mom can walk. Because I ain't carrying. I'm not piggybacking her down the hill. No way. Not happening. Put her in a wheelchair and push. <laughs> Stick your feet out. Fred Flintstone. <laughs> you breaks that way. <laughs> so. Um, okay. So, yeah. That's... Uh, kind of where I'm at with our, our vacation. We've only got about another six weeks left. 
before we uh, pack up and go home. We're going home on the 15th of April, I think is when we leave. So I should be home about the 17th of April and then I think I spend maybe five or six days at home and I go to Midland and pick up Misha and grab Crystal and go to New Brunswick. <laughs> so, I know, I, I kept saying, um, and it was actually funny enough that I was reminded of this today too. Today, I'm recording, well, the day I'm recording, uh, well, yeah, technically, technically when I, I had originally anticipated on doing this, not at, you know, 1 a.m. It was the 8th, which is International Women's Day. And um, I get a message from Crystal. It says, happy anniversary. I'm like, okay, first of all, if you're wishing me happy anniversary for what would have been my wedding anniversary, A, that's a little tacky. Um, and B, you're about four days late. Um, funny story about that too. <laughs> so she's like, no, it was one year ago today that all three of us started talking. Well, I was talking to Misha and I was talking to Crystal. Crystal and Misha weren't talking yet. So it was that day that the two of them had started talking on my live. I did an International Women's Day live TikTok and we played all, you know, women's music, empowering women and talking about strong women. We talked about um, Harriet Tubman and we talked about Mary Shelley and we talked about um, a whole bunch of, of really strong women. And it dawned on me that one year ago today, I was in a tin can in the middle of a lot of snow in the middle of a lot of snow doing my live in the trailer. I was living in the trailer and now I have a beautiful apartment and um, I'm sitting in Florida right now where it's like 72 degrees at one o'clock in the morning. Um, that's why I'm a little shiny because it's a little warm. <laughs> it's 72 outside, which means it's about 15 degrees hotter inside. But uh, yeah, I, I kind of, made me realize how far I have actually come in 365 days, how much my life has changed in 365 days. And this week is kind of the week that I needed to see that. It's, it's been a tough week. Um, my ex was served this week with the final papers for everything. Um, our, what would have been our 22nd, 22nd wedding anniversary was this week, which, <laughs> funny enough, um, again, he forgot the date. He's, he, he sent me a message on the 5th and said, kind of funny to think that one, what was it, 22 years ago to the day we said I do. And I looked at the date and went, uh, no, that was yesterday that was kind of a thing we neither one of us ever I always like remembered four days later like oh yeah our anniversary was four days ago and he always never remembered the day he always like when did you get married oh the seventh oh the third oh the fifth oh the ninth no dude it was the fourth he never remembered what day we got married <laughs> pretty sure he'll remember now because he was served the two days after 
what would have been our anniversary? But the, the day he always thought was our anniversary is the day he was served with the papers. So, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he'll remember that now. Um, and I won't lie. I, uh, I, I cried. I shed some tears. I, I had a... It was a very hard day, the day that I signed the paperwork. And then... Um, waiting the week. I wasn't, I didn't even think it was a week. It was like, what, three days. I signed the paperwork and everything's done online now. So I signed the paperwork, uploaded it to the courthouse. And then like three days later, I get an email from the courthouse going, um, your application has been approved. Here is your paperwork. Send it to the responding party and 61 days you're done yeah okay so the original person that was supposed to do the serving um she's really sick right now and my heart is going out to her because i am three days away and i can't be there to help her um in the variety of ways that she needs to be helped not just physically anyway so i had to scramble and um, my ex suggested somebody, which kind of made me go, mm -hmm. uh, okay. <laughs> so, that, yeah, they went and served him. And they, they'd given me a time as to when they were going to do it. So um, mom took me out that day. We went tooting around Florida looking for a place to rent for next year. Tons of really nice places. But none of them are for rent, so now she's considering buying. Okay, great. <laughs> I'll have a place to come to anytime I want. All right. That works for me. Um, but it was, it was. I think it was a way to just kind of keep me occupied, keep me busy, keep me distracted, so that I'm not stressing about it. Because that's what I've been doing. I've been stressing. I've been worrying, this is going to go wrong, that is going to go wrong. Of course, I've been worrying about, am I going to hurt his feelings? Is he going to be mad at me? Which is absolutely ridiculous because um, we're not together. So whether or not he's mad at me should be irrelevant. And that shouldn't be something that is playing on my mind when I'm making a decision to... make myself happy and live a mentally stable healthy life but my brain went into all the old thought patterns and you know am I doing the right thing and all of those things so mom took me out for the day so we get back to the house and um, it's like almost seven o'clock. It's like an hour after when it was supposed to happen. So I text the person and they're like, oh, good timing. I just served him. All right, mom, get out of the car. I'm going to Publix. <laughs> I need something to drink. <laughs> I made a comment to her earlier about, you know, if, if something happens, if something goes wrong, I'm going to have to go to the liquor store because I'm going to need a drink. And she's like, why are you going to celebrate? I'm like, no, I'm going to need to drown my stress. Drinking when you're stressed is not a reason to drink. Oh, I know. Okay, fine. So went and got me some White Claw. I had one. I'm such a party animal. <laughs> I had one. But yeah, it was a success. And then he messaged me and asked me if he needed to do anything. 
and I, I don't know what what did it come with instructions read it I don't know so um, he read it over and he said that, uh, said if you're not contesting it then no you don't have to do anything you just leave it 30 days it's filed 31 days after that and we're done so that was kind of a stressful few days um, and I mean yeah I shed some tears but I should I should mourn the loss of that the expectation that a marriage has I should mourn the loss of okay that person really needs to go away because um, he who shall not be named is Instagramming and I keep getting notifications so anyway it's making me snarly when I'm already talking about something that's making me snarly so it's just making me snarlier yep I can spell it it's a word that's a rule Misha will tell you if you can spell it use it in a sentence and have a definition for the word it becomes a word we have made several words that way Yep, we actually had made up a whole, almost a whole dictionary one summer. Um, unneeded. Unneeded. There you go. See? <laughs> See? It's a word. And now when we play Scrabble, you can use that word. Because you can spell it. We already know that. You can use it in a sentence, and you can give it a definition. Now, is it a verb or a noun? It's a verb. Okay, it's an action word. Ooh. <laughs> okay, so um, turn of thought gone. So yeah. Anyway, I should grieve that, and I did. I allowed myself that because I have this habit <laughs> of um, taking really painful emotions, really hard emotions, really difficult things. And I have this really pretty box in my brain and it's bedazzled, bejeweled and has about 12 locks on it. And I shove everything into it. And I have a really pretty elephant that sits beside it for when it gets really full. And you know, like suitcase, you can't quite close the lid on the suitcase because it's too full and you got to sit on it. So I just sit the elephant on it, closes up that box. And then that box um, explodes. <laughs> and I have a major mental meltdown. Uh, yeah, and they're not pretty. They usually end up with me flopping around somewhere on the floor doing strange things. So I try not to do that anymore um, because it's not good for my stress levels. So I allowed myself time to do that. And unfortunately, um, I ended up giving myself a migraine. <laughs> so I gave myself two days because the next day I was in bed all day with a migraine. <laughs> I couldn't handle light. I could barely handle sound. Um, every time Crystal would check on me, she would send me <laughs> a Facebook message. <laughs> she knows my phone will ding, um, but she knows I also have the volume turned down very, very low. So it would be like, you <laughs> and I'm like I should just take my camera and take a picture of my pitiful face buried in my pillow 
and send it to her and she's like okay well you're still alive that's good yes i'm still alive um yeah so that compounded with um the realization of the loss of what i had perceived to be a friendship <laughs> there's insightful for you um that has weighed very heavily heavily on me this week too because it has become very evident that that loss has occurred now i'm thinking that it's only a loss that i have perceived because i'm thinking there was never a friendship there to begin with it was all smoke and mirrors and just for show and the fact that i i actually let my guard down I don't let very many people in, especially women, because we are catty, catty bitches, let me tell you. And we are way too dramatic for me to be friends with. Okay? I need to be the dramatic one in the relationship, whether it's, like, a love interest or... <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I'm dramatic, and he's agreeing with me, so he's out here nodding, going, oh yeah, I can be very dramatic sometimes sometimes yes sometimes okay most of the time no sometimes and sometimes my drama has very good reason anyway that's another story <laughs> you too um yeah I, I don't let i don't let very few very many people in I have kind of, um, over the years, because I used to be a very open person, I used to be a very friendly person, I used to be a very trusting person, and I had what I thought were a ton of friends. Um, and then, almost systematically, one by one, screwed me over somehow, or showed their true colors, and they weren't really a friend, they were more of an acquaintance. So, as I got older, and... I had separated from the one person that I was closest to over a bunch of bull crap and we've already sorted it out so there's no need to rehash it. Um, after that, it became glaringly evident who was a friend and who wasn't. And people that I had considered not just friends but um, elders in my spiritual community that I could turn to for guidance um turn their back on me through their put their hands up and went i'm not getting involved wait what <laughs> okay um people that i that kind of oh, we're switzerland we're switzerland to my face behind my back were spreading rumors and lies and half-truths that they didn't know because um, they had only heard things through the grapevine because neither one of us said anything to anybody we didn't talk about it it was between her and it was between me and the rest of the community didn't know so most of what was going around was conjecture and bullcrap so i found out very quickly where people stood and who were friends and who weren't so my friend circle went from 50 to 60 people 
that I considered friends down to five. Like that. Now, funny enough, here we are, um, three years, and that friend circle has gone from five, went down to one, now it's back up to two. I have two women in my life other than my sister and my mother and my aunt that I am close to, that I will let my guard down to, that I will confide in and share things with. Oh, you need to unmute because I don't understand why you're giving me the no-no finger. <gasps> Older women that I will get personal with. I do have some very wonderful young ladies that um, I am very close to and that I know love me unconditionally. And as of today, I know that for fact. I know that for fact. But women my age, that I can let my guard down, that I can be my authentic self and not have to keep aspects of me hidden or anything like that. I have two. Two. And I had let this person in not quite all the way because there was still a part of me that didn't quite, it didn't feel right. And I didn't let them in all, but I let them in enough that when they stabbed me in the back, it hurt a lot. It still hurts because I don't know why. I don't know what I did. I would like to know why. Because from this point on, if you tell me what I did to piss you off, trust me, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> and I'm going to keep doing it to keep you over there. Um... And if it's because I made somebody realize that they are worthy, that they mean something to the world, because you tried to beat them down and it failed, oh, well, sucks to be you. Because I'm going to keep doing that. I'm going to keep building that person up. I'm going to keep standing by that person and cheering that person on. So, yeah, but that hurt. It really hurt. And now I am gun shy about letting anybody new into my life. Any female trusting anybody in my life. And it's kind of also caused me to be as sad as it is to say, suspect of everybody in my life. There's that that doubt. Are they playing me? Are they telling me the truth? Are they, you know, smoking mirrors? For now? And that's everybody. That's Crystal, that's Misha, that's my mom, my sister, my boyfriend, everybody. It has caused me to put that wall back up and question everything. 
And then, of course, most of them, I immediately go, what are you doing, dumbass? Smack myself in the forehead. Carry on. See, Spaz Brain has been quiet for a while, and all of this has done is pulled up a chair for Spaz Brain, handed them a cup of tea, pinky in the air, and said, carry on. Have at her. And that pinky finger, yes, I am not British, but you know what? I do drink my tea with my pinky in the air. I do come from an English background, and I am Canadian. Can't get much, you know, more British than that, really. So, <laughs> you can tell those people over at Comic Cult that, yes, there are people out there that do drink their tea with their pinky in the air. <laughs> it's a good, it, it's a good, um, video podcast but it's not but it's got video to it so it's a video podcast right okay it's really good you guys you gotta watch it i I highly recommend going and checking it out find them on facebook comical check it out okay shameless plug for you know (laughs) people that don't even know i exist (laughs) anyway um i enjoy watching their show i really do so they're really cool um so yeah that's that's kind of been where my week has been i have kind of been riding an emotional roller coaster trying to um hold it together there have been a few showers where you know you're sitting on the floor of the bathtub just curled in a ball crying and just letting the water wash it all away you know, but there needed to be that this week. Hang on, I need a drink. I, that needed to happen on a variety of levels. I needed to, I mean, I have let go of my marriage and everything. Like We have been legally separated and all of that for almost two years now we have lived apart for um, full-time almost two years off and on because I was at my sister's for like months on end (laughs) four years Um, possibly five so yeah but I needed because this is now coming, you know, finish line is in sight. Um, I needed to grieve that. I needed to finally let myself let that go and grieve that loss. You know, I won't be Mrs. I won't be my wife. And I had to let all that go. I had to take those titles off of me that I have carried for, well, I was that I was considered that before we were married because we'd lived together for so long, uh, basically 27 years, and I had to take those titles off of me, kind of like taking badges off of, you know, your Girl Scout Girl Guide scarf, unstitching them all and removing them because you no longer have the right to wear them. So I had to remove that from my identity. And then I had to look at who I was. I mean, I haven't been those things, but they've still been technically attached. 
and I hadn't really given that much thought. So I had to look and go, okay, who am I without those? And for a very brief moment, I was panicked. I was very panicked. I don't know who I am. And it was the same, I realized as I was reflecting on it and as I was looking at it, it was the same panic that I felt right after I had my hysterectomy. Who am I now? If I'm not this, then what am I? And I know who I am. And it took me a, a bit to remember who I was. Because I'm not the person I was two years ago. I'm not the person that I was a year ago. Sitting in that tin can trailer in the middle of winter that I winterized myself. Which I was very proud of because I was toasty warm in that trailer. For the most part, I was running around in there in a tank top. <laughs> I was warm. The floor was cold. I needed socks and I needed my slippers. But the top half of me was warm. Um, it was my, that was the, the beginning of my independence. And now I have a beautiful apartment. I pay rent. I pay my own bills. Um, I feed myself most of the time when I'm home. I can feed myself. I have food. I can cook. Surprise, surprise, I can cook. My mom's even complimented me and she says, you know, if you're going to keep cooking like this, you're coming with me every year. It's, we've come to an understanding. I cook. <laughs> she, she buys the food. I cook. That is now the arrangement. As we speak right now, there are pork chops marinating in the fridge that we are going to have on the barbecue tomorrow night because somebody went to Del Taco and I got a craving for tacos and we don't have a Del Taco, so I had to go to Taco Bell. Oh, but let me tell you, it was totally worth it. Totally worth it. And I don't even like crunchy taco shells. I'm more of a soft taco kind of girl. And I forgot to tell them that. I got the uh, Extreme Crunch Wrap, I don't know. It, was, it came with a taco, and the thing was like in a soft taco shell, but it was like all folded over to look like this little packet <laughs> of supreme goodness. Like there was um, salsa and uh, um, refried beans and beef and cheese and peppers and just it was this little packet of heavenly goodness. And I ate the taco first and went, yep. I, 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 the thing is, is I've been bugging my mom for a few weeks now for um, tacos for Mexican food. And I'm, until I went to California, I am totally blaming this on my live studio audience. I'd have tacos like once every few months. You know, you go and buy the kit, you make them up. And then um, when I started doing keto... I created this thing called, that I call a taco salad that I would have without the shell. I put it all in a bowl. Well, he took me to Del Taco while I was in California and introduced me to a variety of um, things. <laughs> tasty, tasty things. So I've kind of been craving um, tacos and, and um, I don't even know what they're called wraps of some sort I don't know but like 
tacoy goodness in like this soft wrappy it's just really good and you'd be so proud of me i actually got mild red sauce put that on my stuff <laughs> i still put sour cream on my taco but you know small steps <laughs> i am a pasty white girl anyway so yeah i went to uh, that's where i ran into florida man and well no screaming florida woman and uh so yeah and, and i'm getting really good at driving around I'm, and finding my way like i used the navigation system in the car to get there because i wasn't sure where the taco bell was in conjunction to the mcdonald's and i wasn't exactly sure where the mcdonald's was i couldn't quite remember where the mcdonald's was um, i've been to both um we went to the taco bell one night on the way back from i think my aunts we were hungry so we stopped and got taco bell and uh, I've been to the, to the McDonald's. I just didn't realize that they were across the street from each other. So <laughs> I, I get to the taco, I'm coming up to the Taco Bell and I, on Chicago and I go to turn and I look over and there's the McDonald's on the other corner. I'm like, well, all right. So I go in and I get my Taco Bell and I'm coming up to the window. And as I'm pulling up to the window, all you hear from this car driving by is just she's driving by now the whole time i'm sitting in line waiting you hear this random screaming and she's not close enough that you can make out the words but you know she's yelling at somebody and i get up to the window and there's two people at the window and the one girl i looked at the one girl as, as this screeching woman goes by yelling profanities and she looks at me and she's like, do you know her? And I'm like, I don't even know what direction that's coming from, but you might want to stand on that window just in case somebody comes into the drive-thru with an alligator. I thought she was going to pee her pants. She started laughing so hard. She's like, right? I'm like, I, I got to tell you, I'm from Canada and we're down here, you know, for the winter. And I do a podcast every week. Gave her my card. I do a podcast every week and I do a segment on there called Florida Man. And y'all keep me like entertained highly entertained and she's like oh you have no idea they're like the florida man and florida woman stuff that doesn't make the papers she's like you should see it in here on a saturday night after the bars close I'm like you know i just might come sit down here <laughs> she says put your phone on record sit it on the table and just enjoy so you know there might be some uh florida man or florida woman encounters coming up in the near future we'll see i'm not generally wanting to go out that late at night i'm awake i'm just not wanting to go out but uh yeah so i actually came all the way back to the house because it was just right down 52 and then take 52 right back so i didn't use the navigation system i got to use the stereo and the really cool thing about my mom's car is when you have the radio music on um the floor lights up it's like a little rave a little dance party blue lights she wants blue lights on the outside of the car now too so or pink no i think she wanted pink didn't she pink lights she wanted pink lights on the outside of the car i don't know anyway all right so i don't want to go too long tonight as you can see my I hear my throat um i did mention in my ads that um oh no <laughs> None of these people were actually online when um, I opened my Instagram. 
but my Instagrams lately have just been blowing up. Now, unfortunately, I wasn't able to get into my Lupa's Bits Instagram on my laptop, so you're not privy to some of those, but I do have some interesting ones in my um, Stephanie Barty author Instagram account. Uh, the one I received today, just, okay, so his name is Dr. Gerhard Winfried. Not Winifred, Winfried. Yes. And I get a, hello, I wish you great day. Apparently there's a language barrier between me and Dr. Gerhard. Um... Owen George is actually active right now. Uh, hello, how you doing? I'm, I'm not going to respond if you're not going to use at least proper English or, you know, grammar. Um, Orfeo Dante just keeps reacting to whatever story I put up, they react. There's, there's no, there's been no conversation yet. There's been no, like, contact. He hasn't DM'd me yet. He's just reacted to pretty much every single story. I have put up. He reacts. Great. Awesome. Thank you very much. I don't know who you are, but I appreciate it. Uh, then there's this, I don't know, Montoya dude. <laughs> okay. So a friend of mine, um, I'm thinking like she was saying somebody copied her account, that it's a fake account and it's messaging people saying like she runs this esoteric shop in BC and she's a psychic medium and she does all this stuff. So this, she's said that this person has created this account um, and was messaging all these people saying, you know, let me do a reading for you, blah, 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 blah. And um, I hadn't received any messages. I'm like, okay, I will know if it's you or not. I've known this woman for 20 years. So... Um, I finally, I'm, I'm on Instagram and I get this message from her account. And I'm like, I didn't friend anybody new by this name. So I go to the account and it's her. It's her, well, it's her account. And it's been around since like a long time. Um, has the right amount of followers and everything. And, you know, I've, we've been, like, we follow each other. And I'm like, I haven't followed anybody new. I, I would certainly, I don't follow a new account unless I message my friend and say, hey, did you start a new account? So they send me this message that says, can I consider you my reading because it's time for you to stay away from negative vibes. No shit, Sherlock. And the universe have a message for you. That's why I contact you, my beloved. Red flag. If not, I don't just reach out and it's time to speak positive energy into yourself and universe. Okay, first of all, my friend can actually speak proper English. She might use short form text, but it's generally like reads it properly. I am a God gifted psychic advisor. Huge red flag because my friend is um, of the esoteric nature. And love specialist, again, red flag. I'm drawn to you. I would love to have the opportunity to read for you and spiritual guidance, healing, meditation, and other spiritual works, my beloved. Heart X. I see a great blessing coming to you soon. And if you don't do all the reading right now to know what 
to do now, it will get delayed, my beloved heart X. So now I'm a little creeped out. It says, if you're interested, let me know. Thank you. God bless. Okay, now my friend would not ever end anything with God bless. She would say, blessed be, or blessings. So I send back a message. Wow, you're definitely not, insert my friend's name here. And then they, they message back. Send me your left hand palm picture and your full name for your psychic reading done for you right now, X. So then I send back, do you even know who I am? The real, insert my friend's name here, does. And I get question mark, question mark. I said, you are not who you are pretending to be. If you are, what is my nickname? Because they had messaged me on my Stephanie Barty author account. So if this was actually my friend, they would know that I'm called Lupa. All of a sudden, this person is now just Instagram user. Which means the account no longer exists. It is gone. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Um, oh, Mr. Jerry Scott. Hello. Oh, and then there's another one. He's now just Instagram user, so I can't even tell you his name. I don't quite remember. Uh, we had a little chit-chat. He started out with, hello, Barty. I was in a bad mood that day, um, so I just came back with, learn my name. <laughs> and he comes back with, I'm sorry about that. What's the name, please? Dude, you had to look at my name to DM me. What do you mean? What's my name? And I said, so my response was, uh, yeah, see, I didn't apparently use proper English because when I type if, sometimes it comes out as I'd. So it's supposed to be, if you had checked out my profile, you would know this is a business account. I'm not interested in making friends, just money. So, <laughs> I mean, I figure if they're going to send me money, why not? Um, he says, can we share some ideas on how to earn passive income? And I'm like, oh, crap dude called my bluff <laughs> all right let's play uh, so i come back with and what do you suggest so he's like how many streams of income do you have well i'm not going to give him that kind of information so i just enough he says wow nice says, do you invest in cryptocurrency my response no he comes back with really you don't like it so i said my partner does all of our investing upon approval of course Crypto is iffy at best. I figured that would end the conversation. So apparently not. He's like, I really love crypto investment. It's more lucrative. So now I'm thinking, okay, he's going to try and talk me into investing with him. Oh, no. No, no. No, he just wanted to hook me. The last message I got from him was, because I said, so tell me what you know. And he says about cryptocurrency. And I'm like, yeah. He says, currently I make my money through crypto trading. I don't really know much about it. I just invested with a company who trade on my behalf. All right. I, I am no longer seeing the point in your conversation. And now he's just Instagram user now too. So his account is no longer. Then there's another one. Oh, this was a good one. This, was, <laughs> this, this one made me snork and proceeded to create a flurry of gifts related to said group um they are now instagram user so i'm so glad i didn't fall for this i almost did it was just so believable 
Greetings from the Illuminati Temple of Light. <laughs> I, on behalf of the Society, has seen you worthy spiritually and have been acknowledged. I am here to make a request to recruit you as a member of the Illuminati Society. Yeah. Message the Grand Master on WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Yeah. That's the big one. I don't know what it is with WhatsApp, but everybody wants your WhatsApp number. I don't, I don't understand. This one, I, shot, I was in a bad mood that day, too. I shut this one down right away. Hello, dear friend. From Tom William. Hello, dear friend. Hello. I want, oh, he says, hello, dear friend. So I reply with, hello. I want to make this clear from the start. This is a public account for the author, Stephanie J. Barty. Unless you are interested in purchasing her merchandise or booking her for an event, then there is nothing left to say. He's like, okay. And Tom William, and you? I left it at that. Um, a lot of them, they, they will message you and say, how are you and your family doing over there? Like, they know who I am and they know my family. Uh, just That's just creepy. Just creepy. Um, I'm trying to find the one that, I mean, obviously his Google Translate was not working. Oh, here it is. <laughs> David Blodwy. Now, David is capitalized. The last name, not so much. He, hello, I come right back with, this is a business account. He comes back with, yes, I just want both us to be friends. How are you doing? I come back again with, this is a business account. He comes back with, okay. I come back with, are you placing an order? And he says, send me your hangout email. Let know each other more, okay? So I send him mythmark.com. <laughs> I say, you're ordering a book or a t-shirt? He's like, I'm not always online here all the time. Send me your hangout email or WhatsApp number. Dude wasn't obviously getting it. So I'm sorry. If you're not purchasing something from our shop, then we can not be of service. And that was the last I heard from him. He apparently still has his account because his name is still on it. So must have found somebody to talk to. But yeah, the 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 catfish DMs are really, really funny. And I, there was one... He, I guess, tried to use my name and it came out, hello, lips, with a rose. Beg your pardon? <laughs> you, you call me lips and send me something with petals. Pervert. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah. And I get, uh, the ones on TikTok that I get are all, um, like, well, one of them, where is it? Where is he? I have several Jeff Dunhams following me. I wish the real one would stand up and go, hey, yo. This one, Andrea Wilmore. Um, I don't know what it's a picture of. I haven't clicked on it because it looks kind of obscene and I'm not sure I really want to see that up close. Uh, the first message they send me, hello, thank you, the follow. I wish can be a friend with you. If you are over 25 years old, please add my WhatsApp. And they gave me a number. Now, the number that they give me in the first message, I just realized, is not the same number they give me in the second message. So the second message she sends is, Hello, I'm very glad to meet you here. TikTok doesn't often go online. Really? I didn't know TikTok had hours of operation. I'm afraid I can't check and reply in time. In time for what? What are we waiting for? And she said, if you are, if you're a gentleman, don't talk about pornography. 
Well, the last time I checked, I was a girl. And if you're over 28, so now they've added two years from the previous message, you can add my WhatsApp. Look forward to your letter. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I get on my public Facebook account. I used to I used to get a lot of of, you know, will you be my wife type messages from, you know, people that obviously have a harem. But um oh, this one. <laughs> See, I got the same exact same messages on a diff from a different account that I just read to you. Um I'm very glad to meet you. If you're a gentleman, don't talk about pornography. And this one, if you're over 30. So they're going up by twos. Um, and again, two different numbers. And all I typed on that one was go away. Go away. That's all I gave them. Go away. So, yeah. They're getting kind of funny. All right. So I'm going to do Florida Man. And I'm thinking I'm going to keep the the car for the end so now this guy okay florida man attempted to board a plane with a rocket propelled grenade launcher florida man's baggage caught the attention of airport officials when they spotted a grenade and an unassembled military grade rocket propelled grenade launcher in his bags yep that's what i said <laughs> what live studio audience approves according to tsa the saint augustine resident see see the haunted land over there just makes you crazy. Was stopped for questioning at the Lehigh Valley International Airport in Pennsylvania. So he managed to get to Pennsylvania. How? With a bag containing a barrel, trigger, sights, and a grenade. It was determined that while the device could be assembled using the parts, the launcher was not functional and the great grenade was a replica. He told authorities he could board the flight with the items because the bag was checked. The TSA confiscated the launcher and grenade, and the man was able to catch his flight back to Orlando Stanford, or Sanford International Airport without his toys. <laughs> they look real to me. I mean, there's pictures of them, and they look real to me. So, yeah, note to self, don't try and board a plane with a grenade launcher. Um, okay, now this one is, this is a sad, sad tale. Uh, a Florida man and his girlfriend had just reconciled and apparently he said something that didn't quite jive with her and she threw his dog off a seventh floor balcony. Nobody told her the statement is when pigs fly, not when pugs fly. Poor little pug. Didn't make it. Rest in peace, Bucky. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so my last two Florida men. And I really wish I could do, like, show you the video because this, there, there's just the caption. There is no story. This took place Tuesday, March 8th. Yesterday. Yesterday morning. This was posted yesterday morning. Florida man steals American flag. Now somebody has one of them ring things or some kind of security camera that looks down on their front door in their on their front porch on their balcony whatever their their stoop they had the american flag hanging this naked dude walks up <laughs> onto the porch holding his wee willy winky in one hand takes the american flag off like flagpole and all off the thing 
and wraps it around his little naked butt and walks away. <laughs> he stole the American flag to cover up his nudity. And there's video. There is video. I mean, Google, a Florida man steals American flag. There is video. Uh, you see this naked dude walk up, yank the flag off of the wall, and wrap it around, well, attempt to wrap it around himself. He, he kind of hangs it down the front of him, like a like, like an apron. So, I mean, he doesn't really cover his butt, but he covers his, his Statue of Liberty and wanders away. And he doesn't even look drunk. Uh, that's the thing. Like, he's not staggering or anything. He walks up fairly sick, like, fairly calmly. Um, okay, so, now this one had a video as well. And I, I played it for the live studio audience. And I, I, this one, this made my night. I was kind of a little apprehensive and kind of mentally preparing myself to go into this podcast because I knew I was going to tell you about the rough week that I had. And I didn't want to get emotional about it. This completely just made my night. It really, really, really did. Um, oh, well, yes, and you. <laughs> but we're not going to share why. Just because, you know. <sighs> my boyfriend loves me, that's all I'm going to say. Anyway, so, Florida man tells traffic... I'm just going to read it to you, okay? Because the, the, the caption kind of gives it away. I'm just going to read it to you. Florida man who was stopped for speeding made the mother of all dumb excuses after suggesting to the attending officer that Vladimir Putin made him do it. The footage was filmed in February, but is currently going viral as internet gawker, gawkers marvel at the motorist's idiocy. Traffic Tuesday calls for some cop humor, reads the caption to the uproarious Facebook clip, which was uploaded March 1st by the Flagler County Sheriff's Department. Per the clip's caption, the cops had pulled over the driver in the L section of Palm Coast. The POV body camera clip, which was hilariously hashtagged Russian home, shows the sheriff's deputy approaching a white car, whereupon he informs the oblivious motorist that he not only ran a stop sign, but was going 50 in a 30. When asked why he did it, the unnamed driver said he was distracted by the news that Russia had invaded the Ukraine that day. This is what he said, and I quote, I found out that Putin said he was going to launch nuclear thermal war against the world, spluttered the motorist while rifling through his papers, was trying to get back to my house to find out what was going on. Apparently his car didn't come with a radio. And he isn't smart enough to have a smartphone. Hoping to garner some sympathy, the driver added, I'm freaking out here, guy, okay? I got people in the Ukraine. Suffice to say, social media had a field day with the driver, driver's lame-brained excuse. People really can't get any dumber, scoffed one commenter, while another mused, I've always gone with the bathroom excuse. Next time I'll have to try Putin. Uh, was he afraid they'd hit his house first? 
needed to be home to protect his goodies. I don't know. But this isn't the first time someone has used current events as an excuse for driving like a maniac. In 2020, a New Jersey man who was clocked going nearly twice the speed limit on a highway blamed his actions on the coronavirus. I will leave you with that. And I suggest that you Google Florida man tells traffic cop Putin made him speed. I was rushing home. And watch the video because it will it will make you laugh. It did me. I mean, I was I was laughing so hard that my live studio audience couldn't even understand what I was saying at first. <laughs> I had to stop laughing, tell him, play the clip for him, and then continue laughing. All right, everybody. That has been my week. I hope you have had a better week than I have had, and we continue to have a good week. Um, it is very warm here, and it is only going to get warmer, and I do foresee a trip to said pool in my future. Um, I definitely need to get outside and get some sun because I'm starting to look like a vampire. Um, when we were out looking at trailers that my mom is interested in purchasing, one of the women that let us in her trailer to look at her trailer looked like shoe leather. I don't want to be that brown, but I would like some color on this pasty white skin. But the inside of my arm should not be the same color as the outside of my arm. I'm just saying. All right, everybody, have a good week and... Follow me on TikTok at Lupus Bits the podcast because, or Lupus Bits the TikTok, because if I get a thousand followers on Lupus Bits the TikTok, then not only will I be recording this, I will be recording it live on TikTok. Y'all can watch me while I do this. Just saying. So follow me on TikTok, Lupus Bits the TikTok. I am over on Instagram. Uh, please follow me on Instagram, Lupus Bits the podcast on Instagram. I'm on Facebook, Lupa's Bits the Podcast. And you can find me on Twitter at Lupa B. All right, everybody. Have a good week. See ya. Carry on my way, son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry. Don't you cry.